Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And today on the program, I have Zia Ganovic who's the CEO of High Conversion. Now, obviously, with the name Conversion um, in your company name, it has something to do with conversion rate optimization, I assume. So, Z, for our listeners, tell us a a little bit about the company. Uh, Thank you, Tim. Thank you for the opportunity to speak today. Uh, High Conversion is the company specialized for optimizing customer experience on e-commerce sites. Uh, we live in the era of uh, empowered uh, customer, a person who can quickly find the prices, best places to shop. So the only uh, empowerment left for the e-commerce companies is to create uh, undeniable good customer experiences that convert and create revenues. Okay, so I think you know we're, we're on the same page there. So like you say, you can't compete on price. You certainly can't compete with Amazon on delivery times. I understand in certain Manhattan zip codes, they now offer one-hour delivery. So uh, like you say, the only place left to compete is the customer experience online, right? That's that's correct, and it is uh, everything that the customer experiences with your brand during the journey uh, or buying decision that they make on, on the site. So that's focus of uh, what we do, and high part in conversion name is we want to apply technology to make it easy so that okay. we, we pack the math and algorithms and and complicated things and we covered that uh, behind the easy to use uh, uh, solution for typical e-commerce. Okay, well, well, we'll talk about the the details of that a little more and not really about the company, but the approach you're taking. But first, let's talk about kind of where people are falling down. We have quite a few e-commerce clients and everybody seems to make uh, the same mistakes. What are the some of the more common problems that you see with e-commerce experiences today? Oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> well, give, give me the top three. We don't so, have all day. Probably the, the uh, if there is a top one thing is the complicated uh, uh, cluttered site. So mm-hmm. Too uh, many choices. Too many choices, uh, too many things presented to people, and uh, uh, that creates the confusion, creates the friction, and, and ultimately not enjoyable uh, buying experience. Okay, so there's, the, so there's the visual clutter on the pages, especially many home and category pages. There's also kind of the strange way information is organized in terms of the categories and the information architecture, right? I've seen a lot of businesses that have a very much a company inside-out view of the world instead of organizing it the way regular people think about it. Have you seen that? Uh, Yes, that's what we see. And uh, probably even bigger issue is uh, the e-commerce as as a web application or 
place where people transact business has many masters. So you have a lot of moving parts. So there's a disconnect between uh, how traffic is generated or driven to the site and then what's being presented to people on the site and in what shape and form is being presented. So if we would say that what's the biggest problem is it, it is the disjointed effort of branding people, demand generation people, and then e-commerce managers and merchandising people, all of them trying to produce good results, but uh, basically operating in their own silos. And, okay, so basically they're, they're everybody, yeah, everybody is uh, working on their own. So your affiliate managers trying to get you affiliate traffic, your PPC agencies driving PPC traffic, but none of them are actually... Or branding, branding team decides to change look and feel of site because they want to enhance the, the brand image. And then the, the, the marketing e-commerce managers are left to kind of deal with the fallout of all these <laughs> different activities and, and squeeze some juice out of that lemon. Yeah, and then also I think one of the biggest issues that I've seen with e-commerce clients is, I mean, there's a lot of different e-commerce platforms out there, but most of them are very restrictive or kind of clunky. So you really have to uh, work around all of the uh, limitations of whatever content management system you've chosen as well, right? Exactly. And, and then in addition, you have a lot of uh, add-on uh, applications, you know, things that should help with the social functionality of your site or product recommendation or uh, how you present the product or or site search even or site search etc so there is so many things so many moving parts that are all impacting you know visitor experience on the site but there is no unifying solution that is putting all these efforts together to produce then directly measurable uh, outcomes for the e-commerce or digital commerce uh, companies. Okay, well, so let's look at that from the top of the funnel, if you will. If we're okay. talking, uh, first of all, yeah, one of the things you mentioned that's critical, I think, is matching the visitor's intent. Uh, so where they come from really matters because that determines their mindset and what specific task or problem they're trying to address at the moment. So how can we align better with the traffic sources upstream of the website itself. Yeah, so th th this is a whole huge topic of uh, like uh, matching different types of visitors with different types of experiences that they should have. Mm -hmm. And one neglected dimension is, you know, e-commerce site is is a complex, uh, big, uh, uh, you know, website that has many entry points into the universe, into digital commerce universe. So it matters not only what type of visitor you bring to the site, but also where on that site you bring that type of visitor, which is what we call the entry point into the site and, and something that determines the journey, the path that that visitor will take. For some visitors, it is more appropriate to start uh, higher in the sales funnel on a higher level pages like homepage or mm -hmm. category pages. For some visitors, it is more appropriate to drive them directly to sections of product details sections of the site because that's what uh, gets them closer to making a decision. Right. And I, th I mean, I think that the, ba the basic approach, and this is well understood in uh, pay-per-click marketing, is the more 
detailed of a search query they're doing, the more specific information they're looking for, you should land them as deep in the site as possible uh, that still addresses it. So, for example, if someone goes to Zappos and they they find it on the keyword shoes, you land them on the homepage. If they say men's shoes, you land them on that category page. And if they say, you know, whatever, uh, Air Jordans, then you land them on the product detail page, right? So you try to get them as deep into the site without getting too specific. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so how do you kind of create that that mapping? Is that a manual process, uh, or are there ways to kind of deduce that based on past visitor behavior? Yeah, the general industry attitude is uh, some kind of rules-based matching uh, of different types of customers with uh, what's presented uh, to them. our approach is the algorithm-driven. Our approach is that we assume nothing. We don't know anything about visitor. We uh, uh, let algorithms detect and then match uh, what works for different types of audience and, and, and create the best experience for that audience. Okay. Well, so what, what are the, some of the factors that would go into de- determining that? Um, it, it, it is the, uh, you, you know, like segmentation criteria, so you you can you can start on on very high level in terms of devices that uh, clients are using uh, to uh, geographical regions that uh, originated that traffic to uh, more specific things uh, to visitors if they are known. Like uh, is this a new or returning visitor or is new returning uh, customer, and any of the profiling information that along the way the system was able to uh, collect. Uh, okay, so basically, the past the past history of interactions with them, their browser and device parameters, and geo targeting. If you can get your hands on it, right? Right, it's a biggies, and then there's uh, uh, you know more of refinement of that. It could be channels of uh, demand generation, channels that generated that traffic. Uh, is it paid or organic? Is right. it email okay. or targeting? So there's so many uh, variables at play and and the, the trick is to find what matters okay well we'll come back to that after our first commercial break we'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors more lpo landing page optimization in just a moment do you want to optimize and grow your business then master your skills in conversion rate optimization sign up for conversion conference las vegas 2015 happening on may 12th through the 14th It's Brasco from Webmaster Radio inviting you to the biggest and only conversion conference in the United States this year. Join your colleagues in the world's leading conversion experts, including Tim Ash, Amy Africa, Lance Loveday, Natalie Nahai, plus 40 of your favorite optimizers. Learn to create persuasive content, design landing pages that trigger your visitors to action, and convert blog readers into customers. Come to Conversion Conference, the conference that pays for itself in no time. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get a $100 discount on their pass. Register early and get full action. Access for only $897 when you use discount code WMFM. Simply register online at conversionconference.com with the code WMFM. That's conversionconference.com, code WMFM. Hurry, save your seat before they sell out. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. 
Want to change the ad map of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point, click, and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And I'm talking with Z Aganovic, the CEO of High Conversion. And Z, before the break, we're talking about ways to segment your visitors to better understand, you know, where they're coming from, what they're doing, your past history with them. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about mobile. Um, This is on the minds of many, and we heard for many years that, the next year was the year of mobile, but now I've gotten to come to the conclusion that last year was the year of mobile. Uh, something like 30, 40% of e-commerce uh, for many businesses now comes from mobile sites. Uh, what are the big mistakes people are making on mobile e-commerce? Uh, mobile is, is basically a new frontier, and it took companies a better part of uh, 15, 20 years to learn how to build desktop e-commerce sites. So now you can imagine the complexity that comes with suddenly a uh, different form factor of the mobile devices, their functionality, the speed, and also the, the type of user that prefers to shop mobile. So the best practices still don't exist. And very often companies are trying to cram desktop experience into mobile experience, which uh, is not the best approach. It is uh, probably most practical, but uh, not the best approach. So the only way to determine and develop these best practices is to uh, actively innovate, experiment, and then optimize based on learning during the mobile uh, experience. Okay, well, well, I'm going to just rattle off some of the best practices that we have developed, uh, and um, you tell me yes, no, good, bad, or indifferent. Okay, all right. The the first is having uh, a hamburger menu. You know, those little three horizontal lines so people can bring down the navigation and it doesn't take up permanent screen real estate. Good, bad, or indifferent. 
Um, it, it's it's uh, on, a, on a good side. It's, okay. it's, it's becoming more of a convention. Is that fair to say? Exactly. It okay. is. All right. Um, if store locator for companies that have physical stores very prominently on the site. Yeah, that's no brainer. That's no brainer. I'm glad we agree on that. And then uh, also... Um, th- we agree click- on everything, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we did, it would be a boring show. How about uh, click-to-call? Instead of me going through your dumb checkout process on my smartphone, um, why can't I just pick up the phone and call? Yeah, yeah. so th- those are all quite logical, uh, uh, you know, common-sense things to do. Okay, so, so there's best practices and then there's common sense. So you're saying the standard's evolving, but basically uh, not trying to cram a mobile site and understanding that they're busy and they're walking around with their phone, most, more, uh, that there's more time pressure on them. And, and I think another one that we found is, is important is uh, having freeform search. You know that, uh, as opposed to making them navigate using your categories. Right, right. And category. the, the things that the best practices that we are going into uh, are related to specifics of uh, different uh, devices. So, like uh, desktop, clients are more inclined to click through to get somewhere on a site. Mm-hmm. Uh, mobile sites are more like. Uh, uh, for swiping, so the, it, you know, it is uh, uh, very acceptable if you can swipe and, and see uh, products or many products. Where on desktop, if you can just click through different different options, so uh, then so scrolling is easier on device on, on mobile. You're expected mobile. to do vertical scrolling or even sideways scrolling, right? Right. Not only easier, it's just uh, expected. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what people expect to experience on mobile device but let me connect to uh, another aspect when you said uh, the the year of mobile Uh, one metric that is getting a lot of attention lately is the uh, cart abandonment rate Uh, the all web analytics companies are uh, reporting that that rate is going up over the last uh, several years Mm -hmm. and suspicion is that people are shopping on multiple devices and the mobile device tends to be primary tool to uh, browse, find something of interest or navigate to the store or find uh, some incentive. But if there is a purchasing decision, it is still mostly being done on desktop. And uh, what we are seeing is that mobile is actually skewing that cart abandonment rate metric because the shopping has uh, two stages. Uh, one is finding something on mobile device and then completing transaction on desktop device. Mm-hmm. So what you're saying is really the age-old problem of analytics, which is attribution. How do you figure out across multiple devices and touch points what the customer experience was? You're saying basically mobile is being used more for research, and it's um, so it looks like it's really a bad channel when, in fact, it enables you to com- complete the transaction once you get to a bigger screen. Yes, and and I think it is currently at that stage, and we see the trend that uh, people will get more and more comfortable and uh, with uh, all these payment methods that are becoming so convenient on mobile devices that we will see uh, increase in actually completed transactions on mobile devices. Yeah. Any thoughts about this, you know, speaking of which, that kind of the convenience of the one-click Apple Pay idea? 
I mean, uh, I know Visa and everyone's fighting and all the retailers don't want to be on board with it because they see it as competition. But uh, what, where do you think all of this kind of easy payment stuff is going to shake out? That, right. That's gravity force. That's what uh, makes Amazon so successful that you have this uh, – Single-click buying transaction, no minimum abandonment in a in a in a you know checkout process. Right, unless you get the telepathy, it's not going to get any more convenient than one right. click. <laughs> right. So it's it's like a gravity force. Simplicity is is like gravity force, and it will bring things in its own direction. Okay, so but do you think that the Apple specifically? What are your thoughts? Is is there are they going to get traction with the Apple Pay? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's like they they know what they're doing, and and uh, the installed base and percentages uh, are huge. Okay, well, so hopefully one day it will be just as easy as clicking on something to order online and not have to do drop downs for your <laughs> your state and, and typing in your zip code, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this is really okay. So let's just shift gears uh, for a minute to the checkout process itself so again not necessarily on mobile but what are where are the friction points in in e-commerce checkouts generally speaking that's a very complex process and it requires a visitor to perform multiple decisions and actions to to complete so the typical checkout process is uh, three to five pages long, and at each step, uh, a client needs to do something. So, uh, you know, the biggest errors that uh, we see that people uh, make is, uh, uh, you know, demanding, um, let's say, sign up, uh, login, where you don't have many repeat buyers. Uh, yeah, so you account creation at the very beginning of the checkout process. Right. Okay. So it, it should be more flexible. Um, another one, uh, the confusion with payment options. Uh, we have seen, like, uh, on one side, you want to have uh, uh, multiple options available, but some of them can be confusing, like uh, PayPal can take you on its own journey. Right, you go off the site if you're going to do right. PayPal payment. So, so you're saying too many options or Google Pay, I don't know if anyone's right. still using then, it. And it's then, actually a bad thing. Right, and then uh, uh, people are getting very greedy to upsell people in checkout uh, process where you have a trade-off getting uh, or completing transactions you already have or taking a risk to recommend another product or another thing where people can then go back into the site, get lost, and never complete the checkout process. Okay, so this is kind of extreme. Uh, it's kind of like the uh, GoDaddy is notorious for this. You try to sign up for a domain name and you buy 17 other things before they let you through. It's kind of like the IKEA experience online. You have to go through the whole winding path in the store just to get yes. to the checkout. Out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back in a couple of minutes after a word from our sponsors. And then I want to explore the origins of your unique accent. Z. Uh, we'll be back in two. <laughs> More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. 
Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. I'm continuing my conversation with Z, the CEO of High Conversion. And Z, I detect a bit of a Eastern European accent. Uh, I was born in Russia myself, so we're kind of, uh, I, I'm guessing you're from the same neighborhood. Tell us about uh, where you're from. Yes, I'm, I'm originally from Bosnia and came to States in 85 with the uh, some crazy idea that uh, I want to apply and go to graduate school. And uh, at the time, I barely spoke English, I, I, you know, meaning I was not ready to apply and, and pass all the admission tests. <laughs> so it, it took me a um, better part of uh, first year in U.S. to, to complete that process. And uh, I ended up doing my PhD at Rutgers University. And, and relevant to this conversation, my focus of research was optimization theories. So it was uh, very convenient math, a uh, lot of uh, mathematical formulas, no need to write fancy sentences. So you didn't have to learn English because you spoke math. Right. right. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I took some summer classes in, in, at Rutgers Camden. Uh, yes. Yeah, I used to live in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. So for all you New Jersey fans out there, I don't know if there are any, but... Uh, Woohoo! Shout out to New Jersey. But uh, I, I came out to California and uh, worked on my PhD uh, out here at University of California, but never finished. Seven years, I got my ABD degree. You know, I'm sure you know what that is. All but dissertation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, see, so um, tell us a little bit about you know some trying to solve some of these problems and your algorithmic approach to it. Just give us a general flavor for um, what what is the problem you're trying to solve for e-commerce marketers and uh, you know some of the results that you've gotten with your approaches. Yeah, we, we describe that problem as a four-dimensional problem, 4D. So, um, okay, what are the four dimensions? Four dimensions. Uh, the first one is visitor type or visitors that are coming to the sites. The, the second dimension is the journey. It's multiple steps 
in a decision-making process that every visitor will take. So what are they in the sales funnel, basically? Are they just vaguely aware they have a problem or have they zeroed in on a specific uh, product already? Are they ready to buy? That's what you mean by exactly. sales funnel. Exactly. It's the sales funnel. So they may land on category page and then navigate back to home page and then to another category down to detail page and then check out. Mm-hmm. So you you have to treat that as a, as a one unified experience, one unified journey. Otherwise, if you have disconnects, then you lose people along the way. The, the third dimension is the actually on-page experience, like everything that visitor sees on that page, visual, functional, uh, that belongs on that page. And typically, in a testing world, this is where uh, most of energy is spent to multivariate elements, aspects of the page to, to create the best micro-conversion on that page. How big to make the buy button, how long to make the product description. Exactly. All the, all the good stuff that you teach people to do with landing pages. It's basically symmetrical uh, to uh, what people experience in the e-commerce uh, environment. And then the final dimension is the time dimension. It's like Einstein's time-varying nature. The e-commerce is always changing. The, the preferences that people have today may not be the same tomorrow morning and, and the experiences that they expect on your site yesterday may not be acceptable today. So you well, well, tell us some examples of this kind of um, changing expectations over time. Uh, on, you know, you have regular changes uh, related to seasons. We just uh, went through uh, another uh, big holiday season, so behavior of visitors during the holiday season is completely different from behavior before holiday. And ironically, companies are optimizing their sites before holiday. They implement the results of non-holiday behavior and then they expect, and then expect it to work during high season. <laughs> high season. So those are the biggies. Uh, generally speaking, uh, we see with every of our clients on day-by-day basis that uh, uh, metrics are different. And uh, sometimes uh, it's because your marketing team did something and they, they promoted and incentivized people to do something. Sometimes it's your competitors. It is the general status of uh, uh, marketplace, uh, weather or, or events, etc. So there's always, always something that's going on that is impacting uh, visitors' reactions. So our approach is that uh, we design a system and solution that detects those changes in preferences and then automatically adapts to those okay, changes. Okay, so if there's enough, if there's something trending, if if uh, you're testing two, three different versions of, um, you know, the the price, for example, and you see, you know, one's winning, you can show that to more people and so on. Right? Exactly, exactly. And and then you, you refine that based on different visitors, based on different stages in the, in the buying process, etc. So you need unified end-to-end solutions that uh, can detect and adapt and produce the best result. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I know we could keep talking for hours, but we're up on our time limit. Uh, Z, I want to thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, Loyal listeners, uh, we'll see you at Conversion Conference in May in Las Vegas. This is our only U.S. event for 2015. Check out conversionconference.com, and uh, we will see you on the flip side. 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.